Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. So today we are reviewing Barbie, a movie that came out uh, just this past weekend. Obviously, everybody knows the Barbie movie now because of its huge marketing push. Uh, unlike most blockbusters that we see these days, to be honest, I haven't seen uh, so much press for a movie probably since Avengers Endgame. And before that, I can't even remember. So regardless of that fact, we also know that Oppenheimer came out this weekend and uh, the two created this pretty funny thing where people were uh, coining it as Barbenheimer uh, for a double feature weekend. Now, uh, my dad and I saw both movies this weekend, but not on the same day because we're talking about Oppen. Oh, we're talking about Barbie today. And uh, we have some we have some thoughts. We have some thoughts on it. Uh, we're actually recording these back to back. So get a little bit mixed up. But uh, regardless, let's go ahead and get into the background of this movie. So Barbie, as we know, was directed by Greta Gerwig. She's also known for Lady Bird and Little Women. I did not see Lady Bird, but Little Women was really good. Um, and it stars Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, America Ferreira, Kate McKinnon, Michael Sarah, and quite a host of other people as well, especially in some uh, bit roles. This movie was made for a production budget of 128 million to 145 million, and it's made 356 million at the box office so far. Probably going to be the biggest movie of the summer, um, probably above the likes of Mission Impossible, even. So this is a big deal, honestly. Um, there's been a huge push for this, and if you didn't know Barbie was coming out at the beginning of this year, you certainly do now. And um, it's interesting because. Barbie's trailer, and we'll get more into this, portrayed the movie to be kind of a fish out of water type deal, almost in the sort of vein of Elf. And as we know, Elf, Will Ferrell's character, um, goes from the North Pole to New York City, and obviously he doesn't know how to interact with day-to-day -day life. And that's kind of what we get in Barbie. We knew that uh, from the trailer, it was going to be a pretty silly comedy. It's PG-13, so if you're thinking about bringing your eight-year-olds to it, a lot will probably fly over their head, and it probably wouldn't be age-appropriate for them. But it's still a movie that has a lot to offer to adults and tweens and teenagers, in my opinion. So um, really interesting setup there. Do you have Barbie's synopsis for us? I do. I do. Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. There you have All right. it. Right. Pretty quick. Very nice write up. If I do say so myself, well, I um, took good notes during the, during the uh, theater experience. Well, so did Ben Shapiro, apparently. Um, so what we have here, uh, something interesting about this movie is that Amy Schumer was originally cast and then uh, Anne Hathaway was also cast for this. And then the rights were transferred to Warner Brothers in 2018. So they've been trying to get this off the ground since 2009, September of 2009, to be specific. So as many things go, um, this took well over a decade to make. And the movie we would have gotten in 2009, I can confidently say, would have been way different than the one that we got uh, here today. So interesting that it turned out this way. And I think a lot of people know that Barbie, the um, property itself, is one of those things where it's been popular. It's in the zeitgeist, but it maybe isn't nearly as culturally relevant as it once was um, in the 1960s to the 1980s or 90s. Now, 
obviously I didn't grow up playing with Barbies. I played with Star Wars figures and GI Joes and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's been a whole host of Barbie spinoffs and knockoffs that have gotten popular with uh, younger women. And I think most people, when they think of Barbie, they picture somebody like Margot Robbie. And that's the point here. So um, what were your expectations going into the movie? Well, you know, when I first heard about this movie, probably a year or so ago, I know Greta Gerwig is sort of the uh, the it uh, director in Hollywood now. There's a lot of it directors in Hollywood, but she is chief among them, I think, um, in, in part. And I hate saying this because she is uh, a, a, a notable female director and there are not many uh, female directors that have a have achieved the level of status um, of recognition that she has. I also did not see Lady Bird. Um, and I actually didn't see Little Women, but I know how much you thought of it. Um, let me just say this. One of the reasons this film is the success is that, it, that it is, is clearly because of the casting. And there's no way, and I'm just going to say this, that this film would have been the success that it is uh, had Amy Schumer been in it. And because she is a polarizing uh, figure in Hollywood. Uh, and so I'll just say that I went into this with with great anticipation. You know, I think some people were a little surprised, but I think you and Luke and and I, I mean, when I say this naturally, your mom, but I think we were all very excited about this. So there was no question in my mind that this was one of the probably three tentpole movies I was looking forward to this summer. And um, and I'm I saw it. Well, good to hear. And it's uh, wonderful <laughs> to hear that even uh, an early 50s something can go to a Barbie movie and uh, have great expectations for it. So I think I appreciate the early 50 reference there. That's really good. Yeah, early 50s. Uh -huh. Absolutely. We're not we're not right. in the mid 50s yet. It's all good. It's right. all good. Okay. I'm in my right. mid 20s. So, you know, I'm well on my way. But anyway, uh, that is true. So, yeah, I think going into this, I saw the trailer quite liked what I saw. And then there was another trailer. Also enjoyed that quite a bit, too. And I just thought to myself, OK, so this is a comedy. I can't say I have any investment in the Barbie franchise, but I really appreciated the campy tone that it looked like they were going for. The cast, like you said, was stellar. And to be honest, with an ensemble like this, I think it's really hard to make a movie really poor. So I went in with Did you see cats, Noah. Did you see cats? <sighs> yeah, that is. That is a good example, and I think we have uh, made a point in the past that an ensemble cast doesn't necessarily make a movie, but sometimes you just get a feeling, right, when it comes to... No doubt. There was never yeah. any doubt that this wasn't an exciting uh, film experience coming to us. Yeah, I was excited for it, but this was more among a bunch of films this summer that I was excited to see. So I, I've seen pretty much every big one that's come out uh, in the summer blockbuster season so far. And uh, I was interested. I was interested to see how this would stack up, comparatively speaking. So um, I saw Barbie at a Regal theater. Uh, I did not see it in IMAX. Did you see it at uh, Southeast? Uh, yes, we saw okay. it locally on a Friday evening. And I will tell you this: you know, I bought the tickets online, and the show that I really wanted to go to was sold out, or there were no seats together. So I knew that it was going to be challenging so i you know first of all friday nights are not usually the prime night for me to go to a movie after a long week of work um but there were two seats left together in the six o'clock show so we went to the six o'clock show locally here yeah and that's another thing i was also so grace was getting back from um being away at a uh 
what do you what do you call it bachelorette party um this weekend so she came back in around seven o'clock or so and we had discussed seeing barbie and she said um I was like, okay, I just want to make sure that you're getting back at this time specifically once you're closer. And she said, okay, look for times around, you know, 7.15 to 8.15. And I did. And I checked every single theater uh, within a 10-mile radius. And let me tell you, it was a miracle that we were able to sit together. Um, We got seats that were the second row from the screen. And honestly, it wasn't that bad. And uh, even one of our buddies, uh, shout out to Griffin, was able to... um, grab a seat a few rows behind us and luckily it seemed like the person who bought a seat next to grace never showed up so griffin got to come sit with us after the first 10 minutes of the movie okay so that's the setup what did you think of barbie um i did not love this film um i think the cast is fantastic i thought the first 30 minutes of it were quite winning um i thought I hate to be that guy. I thought it was too long. Um, and I thought the premise outwore its welcome. And I didn't think it was done as uh, crisply as I would have liked. Um, and by that, let me explain. Um, yeah, I get the whole Barbie and Ken going to the human world. And that was very funny. And um, let me just put it out there right now. Ryan um, Gosling steals this film, in my opinion. But... I, I got I, I got tired of it very quickly. And there were scenes that uh, there were parts of it, although the cast is so stellar, there were certain people in the the film that I thought really brought the film down. And it took a direction that I and I know what you're thinking right now without my even looking at you. Um, <clears throat> I, I thought that they could have expanded the storyline to be a little more. Um, uh believe it or not, thought-provoking than it actually was. And it is a thought-provoking film. I will put that out there. But I have to tell you, I left this film disappointed. I gotcha. Um, and I'm trying to decide how much I want to hold my tongue on the specific elephant in the room that we're both thinking of. Um, but I think I might save more of that for spoilers and then just be a bit more general here. Um, I thought the movie was great. I have not laughed this hard at a movie in a long time. I thought the comedy was excellent. It was uh, quick and Honestly, every character was so funny to me. Like they were all just seeming to have such a good time. And I think you can tell when actors are just legitimately enjoying their time on set filming something. Ryan Gosling is so perfect for this role. Margot Robbie is so perfect for this role. There are so many characters, even if they don't have big parts, that just made me laugh so hard. Michael Sarah just... Just him standing there was so funny to me. And I thought that um, Kate McKinnon was hilarious, too. She did an excellent job. Um, Kate McKinnon was definitely a standout in in a film full of standouts. Well, she's she's hilarious in the first. And then, like, you know, in any instance, like I, just the characters she plays are just so off the wall. So I, I, I've really enjoyed uh, her work. But yeah, um, I really enjoyed the vast majority of the cast. And I think the musical numbers were actually quite good. And the aesthetic itself was exactly what you would expect out of a film like this. So they did a really good job with building Barbie land and, um, you know, juxtaposing that with the real world, essentially, once Barbie makes it over there. So um, my biggest pitfalls, here's the thing. I really enjoyed a lot of what it was going for. I think sometimes with its, um, I think sometimes with its commentary, it was actually um, its heart was in the right place. And sometimes I felt like it was absolutely in the wrong place. 
But ultimately, I enjoyed the pace of this film. Um, I thought it was really funny all the way through. I was really enjoying myself. And um, just seeing Ken do his thing was there's just so much to enjoy here. It outweighed the parts that bothered me a little bit more. Um, and in a nutshell, I'll say this. The marketing for the movie was intentionally deceptive, in my opinion. And I think it led people to believe that you were going to get a certain movie when you were getting a completely different overall point to the film. Now, I think, like I said before, I think some of it is actually good messages, but I also think some of it is, um, I think they missed the mark a little bit. I think there was bits where their heart was in the right place and some bits where, well, to be honest, it was just kind of just getting on your soapbox. So um, yeah, there was a few moments like that where I felt like, okay, like, you know, that's kind of, I feel like that could flow together better and piece together better with the movie. But ultimately I think for a movie about a brand cleared by Mattel and using Mattel in kind of a spoofy manner, they did as much as they could with the product and how they went to position it for a modern audience in today's contemporary world. So I was impressed with what was on display and I actually liked it better than um, I thought I would. But ultimately there was a couple things here and there that um, with some of the heavy handedness of uh, some of the commentary that threw me off a little bit, but ultimately I think there were some positive messages in there. So how's that? I want to, I want to be clear. Yeah. I think that's very fair. I want to be clear that um, the commentary is not necessarily what, um, threw me in this movie. I, I didn't think it was that funny. I, I thought it was amusing for the first 30 minutes. I thought early, the early scenes when they got to California, Barbie and Ken, and, and, you know, Ken was, was, you know, <laughs> learning a little bit about male identity. I mean, that was very amusing, but I don't know that I laughed out loud once in this, this movie. So I'm really fascinated that you thought it was funny or hilarious. Cause I thought it was amusing. Um, but beyond that, it was uh, it was um, it was inventive. Here's what I need to tell you, and I need to say this up front: hmm. we do not, we do not need a sequel. I do not want a sequel to this film. Please, yeah. God, don't give us a sequel to this film. Well, I feel like this is going to have an unfortunate effect. Of okay, so you remember when the Lego Movie came out ten years ago or so? Yeah. Uh huh. All right. So there, that began this little trend where every somewhat like struggling or forgotten toy franchise seemed to start putting movies like on the big screen. There was Playmobil, which obviously doesn't have as much of an audience in um, America. There was a million Lego movie spinoffs. Each did worse and worse than uh, the previous one. And the quality dipped, of course, too. I, I feel like this movie with its undoubtable, undoubted success which it will achieve uh like i said before it's made almost 400 million just from uh, this weekend alone i think it's going to green light uh the usual hollywood trend of hey this is working let's revive this thing which people have a small amount of nostalgia for and see if we can make it good now hopefully i'm incorrect in that assumption but um this is just the trend that we've observed in hollywood and i think that's why it brought up your concern in the first place we don't need a barbie too i think it told its story all in one contained place and if anything it just it just cheapens it just cheapens what they were going yeah. for if they decide to yeah. do it although uh, I, 
wouldn't mind a little bit more of Ken. Really, really thought he Well, was. I think Ken gets his own movie, uh, honestly. I, I just, yeah, he was hilarious. He was hilarious. I will I will give you that. Uh, Ken was Ken was hilarious. And it just goes to show you that Ryan Gosling is as talented as we've all known him to be. But sometimes it takes a certain role for uh, an actor to really shine. Um, so I'm just going to say this before we go into spoilers. I, I was disappointed in this. Um, I, I think it is... A sophisticated enough film. I think Greta Gerwig, Gerwig did a fantastic job developing, um, take basically taking a toy, a you know, a doll, mm -hmm. and creating not just a world, but um, a um, mature. And when I say mature, I mean sophisticated, uh, complex storyline out of something that I think you know is a, a is an American icon, but everybody takes for granted. Sure. I will so say this. that this is probably the best Barbie movie that they could have made, in my opinion. Um, anything else would have just been not for an audience of not for a mixed audience, probably, or just less appealing. I feel like they tried as hard as they could with this film to make it as entertaining as possible for a wide range of people. So, um, yeah, I, I will leave let's, that. let's go into spoilers so we can talk a few more things. Um, that I think, I mean, you said the best Barbie movie we could have gotten. I, I disagree because I think there are some things I would change about this movie that are really very little to do with um, what you described as the soapbox um, mm -hmm. and more of the casting. Yeah, certainly. All right. So um, if you have not seen Barbie and you want to go see it, uh, go ahead and pause it for now and then come back to the podcast, compare your thoughts with our own. And if you have seen Barbie, go ahead and listen on to see what we thought of the movie and see if you can gain any new insight. But just know this is a spoiler warning and you have been warned. OK, what you got? All right. Um, two things. One, I really wish. So the America Ferrera um, um, character. Hmm? It was nice to see America Ferrera. I like her, and she she shows up in a fair number of things. But um, she was obviously a standout here. I thought the the whole, you know, teenagers and you know that whole story that I guess I was expecting to get. You know, her daughter is sort of fifteen yeah fifteen years old now, sixteen. You know, and too old to worry or care about Barbies. And in that initial scene when Barbie shows up at the school and they understand that she is Barbie. You know, you get a little bit of the, well, we're too old for that. And we we discarded you, you know, when I was 10 or seven or, or whatever. I felt like they could have taken that. And maybe that's the safe route. Mm -hmm. And I will admit that. Maybe that was the, the safe route that I was just expecting out of this movie. That could have been, for me at least, a little more compelling than um, than it was. It really turned into America Ferreras. I mean, I don't even know why she had a daughter in this film because there was almost no point to that character. I um, think it was to develop. So there was a small subplot about her having really fond memories of her child playing with Barbies. And that developed into a rift between her daughter and herself. And I think there was a small subplot with that, but I think ultimately a big point of this movie was women supporting women and women getting mm -hmm. along well together. And, you know, I really enjoyed those small moments when uh, Margot Robbie, you know, she was just sitting on the bus stop and she turned over to that older woman and she, I guess she had never seen an older woman before. And she said, you're so beautiful. And the woman yeah, said, that was a really great scene. Yeah. And the woman said, I know. And honestly, you know, it was quite emotional because she had 
she was feeling things for the first time that are very human on the emotional spectrum. And I really appreciated that. I think, I think it's really good to have a movie of this size that isn't just like, okay, mission impossible. Isn't just for men, but how many, how many men versus women are going to see that? Right. You know, there's so many movies that are so geared towards more of a male audience. And I enjoy that women can have something like Barbie where it, presents a really positive message for inclusivity and being kind to one another while also recognizing some of the difficulties that there are as a woman. Obviously, I can't speak to all of that. I can have an opinion on it, but I will never know that actual lived experience myself. Now, let's go ahead and get into a couple things that I didn't like. We were talking about the school scene. Now, I know if I were 15 and somebody walked up to me like and dressed as Anakin or Obi-Wan from Star Wars and was just like, yeah, I'm Obi-Wan. Like, you know, uh, don't you remember Star Wars? And she loved like, you know, playing with the action figures. I'd be like, you're not Obi-Wan. Like, come on, man. Like, you're being ridiculous. What I really didn't like was this movie had a few moments where they took 30 seconds to like two and a half minutes to go on a little rant. And I'm sorry, the daughter's rant on corporate capitalism, fascism, whatever, when it comes to dolls and stuff like that, that is just such something that you parrot from seeing online, like social media discourse. That's just, Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no um, real comprehension of that. And that was, I know, people, I know people can be mean, especially at that age too. But like, I just, that, that annoyed me to no end. It's just like really like you really think you have it all figured out with that sort of thing like come on like that's just the whole slacktivism sort of angle that that felt like was really annoying but i did appreciate some of the other themes that went on like ken for example going in and learning about how he thought the patriarchy was horse horses and men doing awesome things and i love that line that he had he said well, honestly, I stopped caring about the patriarchy when I found out it wasn't all about horses. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then there was a really great scene where um, America Ferrera is telling Margot Robbie that, you know, she like she is beautiful when Margot Robbie's like, I feel so ugly. And then it pauses for a second. And the narrator says, a note, uh, a note to any other filmmakers. Uh, Margot Robbie is the wrong person to cast if you're trying to make this point. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, so there was I like really- that as well. There's some really clever moments peppered in here that were like quite solid. Um, Will Ferrell was funny enough, but he plays the same guy in every single movie. And to be honest, I didn't quite understand what his character was going for. He was the Mattel CEO, so they couldn't go too hard on him or make him a real villain or anything like that. But here comes the second point of my movie. I'm at a crossroads because... On the one hand, I thought so much of this was funny all the way through, but every guy in this film is just an idiot, is just an abject dummy. And I just think that it's so weird, right? Because I get the point of this film, and I think it's important to have a message of equality of opportunity and more respect between uh, more respect between men and women. But it seemed like sometimes it's just they just made the men so ridiculous in this and it was funny sometimes but it also just came off as like you know guys are just idiots you know (laughs) it's just you know i'm not mad about it but i thought that was an interesting angle to take because i feel like it was jumping around it was talking about 
the struggles of gender dynamics, but also, you know, saying how you can come together. And, you know, Ken felt slighted, which is why he brought this whole new thing over to Barbie land. And then Barbie apologized to him. And so I felt like it was kind of all over the place with its social commentary. I felt like some places it hit really, really well. And some places it was just like, is this what you were going for? Or was this just played for laughs? Or is this something that you like truly believe? But um, either way, it was amusing. And I found, found, you know, all the characters to be having a great time. But um, there were some parts of this movie where it kind of takes a hard stop and then does the social commentary soapbox thing. And I'm just kind of like, all right, is this, are you getting on a platform to say this? Or could you have more effectively told this message through, I guess, not just taking... 30 seconds, 45 seconds, two and a half minutes to go on a rant about something, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, a couple things for me. Again, the 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 social commentary I, I thought was very effective and I appreciated it actually quite a bit. I, I would say to you though that I felt like the musical numbers that you enjoyed, I thought were all cringeworthy, just plain cringeworthy. It's canned. It's campy. Yeah, it's but it was, I know, but it just, it didn't work for me. It, it brought down the quality of the movie for me. And the second thing is Will Ferrell almost ruined this film for me. Really? Um, I, I like Will Ferrell. I think he's fine, but I completely agree with you. There was really, I mean, yes, it's a Mattel toy. So they're going to have to to do something fairly innocuous with the Mattel CEO. But I don't think any of his inclusion or frankly, the board and the board's inclusion added any value to this film and so when all of a sudden will ferrell and company are back in, are in barbie land there was really no payoff it was just there they were and will ferrell was as you say being will ferrell and that's fine in a lot of things but this was too uh i'm gonna say significant of a film in order for him to not do something uh effective for the um for the the caliber of the film and the storyline presented. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I think there were points where it was just like, all right, the board got a few laughs out of me on occasion, but they had that one scene where they're being reported to and try to, um, you know, put Barbie back in the box. And then it seems like they're on their way back to Barbie land for so long. And then they just are kind of out of the picture. Then they show And then you don't see them for a while. Exactly. That's that's my point. Yeah. And then they're just kind of like, Oh, okay. Um, you're supposed to be in love with Ken, and Barbie's like, no. And then Will Ferrell's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then America Ferrera's like, okay, here's my new pitch. And he's like, uh, no, that's not good. And the other guy says, it'll make you a lot of money. And he said, okay, that's fine. And then that's yeah. it. That's really it. So I felt like that was. It's it's and hard I... to it's hard to be a film critic for this movie sometimes because I feel like it shouldn't really have amazing development of characters that are not Barbie Ken or some of the main cast, but at the same time, it does feel a little out of place. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I know some of our listeners might be thinking really Greg, the, that's what you're nitpicking about this film. Are you, are you sure? And yeah, I am because I think conceptually this film is, is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty fantastic. Um, and it's implementation I think is, is pretty good too. But I, I also just think that there were certain things that I felt like, I think you use the term maybe some stops in the film. And I feel like these things that I've referenced sort of stopped the film for me. And it took a while for it to recover from some of the things that I felt like um, were, were lacking. So I don't know. I, I wanted this to be, I think I liked it 
this is going to sound funny. I liked it better in Barbie land than I liked it in, um, you know, Los Angeles. Oh, I so did too. And, and I think, you know, obviously the, the, the jokes, obviously the joke is that these are not real people and that they're in the real world. And so they're learning and discovering, and we've seen that trope time and time again. Um, so therefore for me, that was not as effective as just being in Barbie land and, and so, you know, and I don't know anything about Barbies either, but just sort of, it was such a, a world that, that Greta Gerwig created based on all of the dolls over time that I was enjoying just being there and seeing that the waves were plastic and that if Ken wanted to run into the ocean, he was going to bounce off the waves and things like that. So anyway, it was just, it was fine. Yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. And there were definitely moments where it was just like, it showed them the car flipping over and it was like, wow, I know that wasn't supposed to be good special effects and that was super cheesy, but it's just like, I felt like where Ken bounces off the waves. It's just like, I feel like sometimes they're going really campy and then sometimes they're going like realistic, goofy. Sometimes there was, you know, there was clashing tones occasionally, but at the same time, come on, like that shirt that Ken was wearing at the end. I am Kenuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was funny. That was funny. That was great. That was, yeah. it's just, I loved how ridiculous and just random some of the characters were sometimes. Well, I think- part of it was so good because Ryan Gosling was just so into it, right? I mean, he just, mm-hmm. you know, self-deprecation, if you will, or Ken deprecation. I mean, it was just really funny. He was leaning into that. The other thing I thought was just overplayed was the Matchbox 20 song. And I get it. I get it. You know, the song that they're singing in the car on the way to and from, um, and I get the purpose of the inclusion of that song, but I just felt like it was overdone. I kept hearing it and I just thought, eh, okay, it was funny the first time and the second time, but more than that, it just sort of wore out for me. I think that was the one scene. And to be honest, that might've been a little bit before my time too. Uh, was that early two thousands or nineties? I guess it was I barely remember that song. I, I had not thought of that song until I heard it and it's not really much of an earworm um so i agree i was about to say Greta Gerwig picked it i I was about to say you know if that's the song that like is irresistible to all men to play on guitar or something like that i was like okay i know this song but i forgot about it like you said until it came back up again but i felt like they could have chosen like free bird or something something that is so mass like so mass massively popular so I guess a uh, male demographic that could have fit a little bit better, but maybe that's the rights that they were allowed to use or something like that. But either way. Yeah. Um, all right. One of my, one of the best parts was when um, they're going over how to go ahead and like, you know, get their Barbies back. And uh, there's, <laughs> they're saying, tell, uh, tell one of the kins that you haven't seen the Godfather and uh, <laughs> that you haven't seen the Godfather and what's it about and everything. And then, um, she's like i haven't seen the godfather he's like what and then he goes off and explains it she's like wow can we restart the movie and you just talk me through the entire thing like that was really funny that was really funny but ultimately my final thoughts on the film are that uh the cast was very strong uh the leads were excellent uh it was nice to see america Ferrera again and um kate mckinnon is hilarious as ever Uh, I did enjoy the campy tone the musical numbers and the humor throughout the film while i did think the 
it got a little over ambitious with some of its uh, heavy handed themes of some social commentary. It's okay. And a good thing that social commentary exists within a space like this, because ultimately I think it's an empowering message to, um, to women, but also a good message for uh, people to hear in general. Um, the inclusivity of uh, people working together, but also making sure to not bring the other down in the process, but also making sure to acknowledge uh, pitfalls where they are. So I think that it this movie did a lot of things very well and is a great example for um, you know for people to see Barbie in a different way in a modern context. But I also like the idea that you know, Barbie doesn't just stand for a stereotypical Barbie. It can be every single woman. They can be whatever they want. And I remember you told me a long time ago when I was very young, that you said a woman can do anything that a man can do. And I think that's well presented in uh, this film in many ways too. So, you know, if anybody's listening to this and says, oh, okay, you know, they have certain political leanings. That's not what I'm saying. Just because I don't agree 100% with the way it was presented does not mean that I don't agree with the important message of equality between um, men and women. It's just, I thought some parts of it were excellent, very relevant, and super important, but sometimes I felt like it could have been executed better. So just so you know, that's what I'm saying. All right. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that too. I mean, not that I, I know you, I know you you know, better than most. So I, I understand that for me, I would say this was, uh, I liked the visuals of this and I like the cast in this. Um, I thought that, uh, overall it was just for me disappointing. I will say it's probably to your point, the best Barbie movie we could possibly have hoped for, because you go into this much like all the other toy movies and you, you, you get what you get this. You don't get what you get, what you think you're going to get. And even though I've said there were things I wished we had gotten that we didn't get, Overall, conceptually, I think it's a it's a home run. But having said that, Noah, on a scale of one to five Z's, how many Z's are you giving Barbie? Honestly, I'd give Barbie four Z's. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I'm giving Barbie two Z's. I, I just left it sort of, you know, uh, the first half hour I was completely in, maybe 45 minutes. But, you know, another hour and 10 minutes shouldn't be close to two hours like it was. And I, it, it wore on me. So I'm giving it two Z's. Um, disappointing uh, for me to say that because I was really excited about this. Uh, but there are a couple of other films coming out this summer that I'm excited about too. So, um, you know, would I recommend this? Yeah. I mean, if you want a good time, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely worth seeing. But for me, for my viewing experience, it was just a little bit of a disappointment because I like levity. I don't need a three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. In case you haven't heard. And what is not to like about Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling? I mean, come on. And the whole crew, really. So many of them, except Will Ferrell, um, did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I think that's well said. Um, Anybody who is looking forward to this film will probably enjoy it. But um, just, just know that the trailers that you see are not necessarily the entire idea of the film that you probably had. And uh, there's a little bit more to it, but hey at the end of the day it's for a net positive message all right um so let's go ahead and get into check it out i will go ahead and go first uh big plug for myself here so i just uh released an oppenheimer rapid spoiler free review on youtube the youtube channel is called new with noah so i would type that in first because my videos are not very high up in the algorithm but it's just uh simply exactly what the title says 
um, I just decided to go ahead and organize my thoughts in a good way. And it took me about five hours to make. It's only five minutes, so it's not going to take up too mm -hmm. much of your time. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, um, the YouTube channel is called New with Noah. And uh, the video title is called Oppenheimer Spoiler Free Rapid Review. Check it out. Well, I, I haven't created anything online, but I will say this. Um, if I haven't already recommended this, um, halfway into season one of The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix, and um, I do recommend it. So it's worth checking out. So The Lincoln Lawyer, Netflix, check it out. All right. Fantastic. Um, all right. So thank you very much for sticking with us. We greatly uh, enjoyed reviewing Barbie today. Uh, we, you will have Oppenheimer next week, and we're about to record that right now. So uh, until then, I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is Easy Talk.